Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week five, day five of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 7, 13 through 16. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God? Lord, we want to encounter you. We want to know you more, not just more about you, through your word today. Come and touch our hearts with the knowledge of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians 7, starting in verse 13. By all this, we are encouraged. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. Uh, Going back to yesterday, what he's encouraged by is that the, the people of Corinth have shown their devotion to Paul and his companions. And that devotion, like we talked about yesterday, is, is really the embodiment of this idea that they, meaning the, the non-Christians, those outside of, of the church, they will know that we are Christians by our love for one another, for other Christians. right? And so that's what's encouraging Paul, is that there is this brotherly love that the, the Corinthians have for Paul and his companions. And he's, he's saying on top of that, like we're seeing how happy Titus is because the the um, the way this has worked right is that Paul was in Asia he's in what we would call modern day Turkey he's crossed over into Macedonia northern northeastern Greece and he's he's coming looking for Titus especially he's in a roundabout ways on his way to Corinth but he decided to stop over Macedonia first he knew that Titus had been in Corinth and was coming back through uh, the Greek states and was going to meet them somewhere in, in Asia. But I mean, like, you know, they don't have the internet. They don't have texting. They don't know where each other are. And so Paul kind of starts coming over um, on the other side of the Aegean Sea to uh, Macedonia and then heading south toward Corinth to see if he can intercept Titus, which he does. And um, and so he finds Titus and Titus is is overjoyed, right? He's delighted to see Titus and he says, we were delighted because his spirit was refreshed by you Corinthians. Like you have filled him with joy. And because you filled him with joy, it fills me with joy. Verse 14, I boasted to him about you and you have not embarrassed me. But just as everything we said to you was true, so our boasting about you to Titus has proved to be true as well. So Paul had sent Titus on to Corinth, and then they were going to meet on their way back. And he's like, hey, Titus, go to Corinth. These people are absolutely amazing. They will, are filled with love. Go and, and meet with them, right? And, and that is, you're putting yourself out there, right? You're putting yourself out there. I, I, I think of all of the times I've recommended people to other people, and you can never fully know somebody. And you can never fully know somebody, no matter how long you've known them. You, you've known them at their good and their bad, but maybe you've never known them at their worst. You know, you know, there's all of these different things that go on. And I can think of the number of people that I've recommended to friends and other people, and it's worked out fine, right? I can also think of all the times that I've recommended people to friends, and it's like, hey, how did that work out? Oh man, that guy, like, that was terrible experience. Oh. I'm sorry, why was that a terrible experience? And then they relay all of the things that happens. Like, oh my gosh, I 
I never saw that in that person. I, I didn't expect that. Right. And I'm, I'm sure all of you listening and watching have had experiences just like that, where you've recommended people works out fine. Then you recommend people and it doesn't work out fine. Right. So Paul is sending Titus off to the Corinthians and he's like, they are wonderful. They're absolutely wonderful. And as Titus goes like, oh, man, oh, I really hope they really are wonderful. <laughs> Holy cow. I really hope they treat him well. Right. And so, uh, you know, Paul's confident with maybe a little bit of anxiety over this because he's sending a real person, one of his real traveling companions, a real friend off to some people that he's really hoping are going to come through in the way that he thinks that they will. And they do. They do. And they're filled with love. They encourage Titus. And and he says, you know, exactly what I told him proved to be true. Thank goodness. Verse 15. And his affection for you is all the greater when he remembers that you were all obedient, receiving him with fear and trembling. I'm glad that I've complete confidence in you. So, so what Paul's saying is, you know, he's obviously sent a letter with him, and he's he sent uh, sent, sent Titus in, as an emissary of himself, saying, "Hey, I can't come right now. I told you I was coming. Can't come, so I've sent Titus." And Titus comes and he's probably got this letter and he gives it to the Corinthians and, and you know, Paul or someone else is saying, hey, receive Titus as you would me, right? Treat him like you would me. And he says that they received me, Paul. Titus is telling Paul, they received me with fear and trembling like they would have received you, like they were, they were, they were really took this seriously. And I want you to, he, Titus is telling Paul, I want you to know that, that that's how they, they treated me, that. And in and, and, and fear and trembling, right, um, I, I think we need to understand probably a little bit about what they mean by this. And it's not, hey, you know, they were just afraid of Paul because he's this tyrant or whatever. But they received him in fear and trembling, knowing that the power of the Lord had come into their midst, right? When, when you know, Paul when he comes to Corinth, there's signs and wonders and miracles. And we read the book of Acts and we see some of the things that Paul did and all these places that he went and the power of the Holy spirit shows up in all these places. That's the story of the book of Acts is this. Some people call it the acts of the apostles is really the acts of the Holy spirit in the early church. And so Paul saying, I'm sending Titus as my emissary. And they're like, Holy cow. Like, I wonder if he's going to come in the, in the power of the Holy spirit that Paul did. So that's what Titus is saying is, is they're receiving him in fear and trembling, knowing that they may be about to experience an, another wave of what they've seen the Holy Spirit do in the past. And so, and so that's this joy that Paul has in them and in Titus. And it all comes back to this, this phrase that I think should be much more common within the church is that they will know we are Christians by our love. The way that we love other believers, the way that we love one another. When unbelievers, when non-Christians see that, I should say, oh, they must be Christians because of the way they're treating each other. I've never seen anybody treat other people like that. You don't see that kind of love and devotion, vulnerability, trust, confidence. You don't see that. You just don't see that. And you really don't. You really don't. Now, 
if you spent time in church, you, you see the, the negatives, right? You can maybe focus on the negatives, whereas, oh, you know, Sister Judy, she talked behind my back and this happened. And there's always those kinds of things, right? You, we're not getting away from our humanity just yet. But we shouldn't look at those things to the exclusion of what the Lord has done and changed in our hearts. And when we truly look at who we are as a people, yeah, there's a lot of warts. But the joy and the love, the brotherly love and affection that true believers have for one another, it outshines all of the negatives. It really does. It really does. Look at those that are lost and perishing in the world and compare the the lives of the average lost person, the despair, the pain, the bitterness, all of those things. And look at the, the, the body of Christ, those that are truly seeking after Jesus. And they don't compare. They just don't compare. Sometimes in our, our modern media-driven world, we can be convinced to forget that and only focus on the negatives. But that tenderness, that brotherly love, it's something we need to remember. It's something we need to focus on. We need to pay attention to that because the Lord really is in the middle of all of that. And almost always that outshines every bit of negative going on in a church community is that brotherly love. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-week Bible study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.